0: This is the appease pod, the pod that aims towards appeasement. We welcome our co-host, W. Pedram. Thank you very much. Thank you everyone for tuning in. And I'm your host, Luke Avani. For this segment, we are welcomed with our next main guest, John. John, welcome to the pod. It's a pleasure to have you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I'm really looking forward to uh, talking to you guys. I think it's great what you're doing, and it's uh, definitely a new movement. I'm happy to be a part of it.
0: You know, thank you very much for those uh, very kind words. All right, so John, what I'd like to start off with uh, is uh, I, I want to know a little bit about yourself, John.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my name's John. I'm the uh, owner of Rat Bastard Supply Co. We're an international lifestyle brand. And we're our main focus is really to kind of unlock people's potential through chasing their true passions and dreams. Um, so we have a global community. Um, we're in Spain, Switzerland, uh, many different countries in the United States domestically. And we sell skateboarding products and clothing uh, pieces that have a unique twist to them. So it's a real pleasure to be here, and thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, the pleasure is all mine uh, now. What I first want to ask you, John, is uh, what compelled you to start your endeavors? All right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think the real reason I started Rat Bastard Supply, and I do have a team of great people that we work with to make everything possible as far as we are today, and we're growing. This is just the beginning of a huge journey ahead of us and uh you know it's great to be a part of um, something like this it's a movement of you know showing people that anything that you want to do in life is possible you know if you stick to it, if you put the work in and if you're consistently chasing your passion you can turn that into your full-time career or whatever it may be that your dream is so that's like the real reason i started is more so just to kind of help others realize their true potential along with myself chasing my passions and what i enjoy doing as far as building a business, you know, supporting people, showing people that basically what I said are roots of our brand is really chase dreams, not cheese. And I think that's kind of replicated throughout what we're doing and how we're building a community, not only domestically, but internationally and supporting all types of people, no matter what that passion may be.
0: Wow. That really, uh, that really hit home for the question. Uh,
2: I uh, actually had, I had a question for you, John, um, which actually interested me, uh, you as a clothing company, uh, and a lifestyle company. I wanted to ask you, like, what made you want to enter such a complex market, such as the clothing and lifestyle uh, market? Because this is a really complex one and pretty difficult to compete. So I would like to know.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So it's a super competitive market, as you know. There's a lot of well-established brands that already have a huge footprint, and you know, going into something that we call a red sea in marketing, in the sense of it's really hard to build that castle and to really have differentiating factors, so you can kind of differentiate yourself from the competition. So I'd say one of the main reasons I selected it, I think it's more so the challenge. And also I think clothing is a perfect medium of expressing yourself and showing, you know, what you're passionate about. So if you notice a lot of the pieces that we create and design, we have a team of designers, like I mentioned, and we're creating stuff that's unique. It's a a very unique art style. Granted, we partner with other artists that bring different flares and different angles, but kind of getting back to your root question, why did we go for this niche instead of going into something that's less right. competitive. I think, you know, life is about taking those challenges. If you're going to just take that easy route, um, you might as well stay in the exact same route and the path that you're taking. I mean, there's d- definitely a lot of roadblocks that it comes to doing anything, any venture, any business. But I think if you're patient, I you know, it's like one of the big things I'd emphasize is just being patient. You know, if you get hit, if you get knocked down right. at any point, just keep pushing forward. And I think this space is a great space to be a part of just for that, solid fact that you can get knocked down because you have a lot of competition but if you keep putting in that effort i would actually say don't focus on the competition and more so focus on adding value to the community and adding value to the people that you support and that support you and that will have the most long-term gains i think the short-term gains is if you're looking at a monetary perspective that's not going to come for a while and you know we have a small amount of monetary success but i think the real vision is long-term success and that comes from not really the monetary aspect it's more of the community and supporting people and helping them identify what they're truly passionate about and then going ahead and having the confidence to chase those things
2: no i I would say like um i I actually do admire the 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 whole idea of rap baster, because i think it it requires a lot of uh, strength of will to enter such a market so that that by itself brings me to my next question which is uh Within this market, what makes Rat Bastard so different to other brands?
1: Absolutely. So that's uh, another thing that is is a huge important thing. You know that differentiating factor, and I think Rat Bastard's unique in the sense that it's kind of got a it's not just a name, but I think the name holds a lot of value. Specifically, just like Rat Bastard, when you initially think of that, you're like, you know, what does Rat Bastard have anything to do with? You know, chasing your passions, pursuing your dreams. You know, putting the work and I think Rap Bastard is kinda of, if you just think of the word Rap Bastard, there's automatically a negative connotation around it, right? Yeah, now. yeah. But the whole thought we kind of wanted to have is like it's that shock factor kinda of to draw people in and being like, you know, what is rap Bastard? What are they standing for? And what we truly stand for is, you know, like we said, our roots, having people chase their passions, having people, you know, step outside their comfort zone, having people doing the things that help them grow and develop. So it's really not a different because you know there's definitely a lot of things like nike and other brands that are doing that but i think our emphasis is really providing you know unique clothing as far as the designs which is a differentiating factor the way we market our stuff a lot of positive messaging and always you know supporting mm-hmm. others around us and i think that's i think that's just like a, a moral thing to do as humans and i think it's not necessarily unique because there's a lot of great brands that are doing that but i think once you get to the scale point when you're you know bringing millions of dollars in revenue and you, it's just naturally you're going to become more of a corporate company and you're going to kind of step away from those roots as far as supporting people and you have to be a certain skill level to get sponsored or have a certain skill level to get a part of a community where you can work directly with a company that's creating stuff so i think the community aspect is more of the thing we're focusing on as that differentiating factor and i think that it's been replicated and it's been tried in the past and it's been it's been utilized to a successful point you know so like nike they have a lot of Community, but I think it kind of just gets separated over the years, uh, if that makes any sense. And I think that's one of the main things we're going to be focusing on for now and into the future is that community and having a strong group of people that support one another, essentially worldwide, which is pretty cool. So, all right. So I like would, I would like to follow up uh, on John because John, you were mentioning
2: how you how your company looks forward to really bring positivity and bring a positive message to the whole community. So. Uh, uh, all by itself, like you got. Uh, I would like to put examples such as like Puma, which are companies that would take the names of animals as their as their name. But usually, by itself, rats are usually carrying a negative connotation to themselves. So, how do you take a so the image of an animal like a rat and you turn it into a positive image that you can transmit? Uh, to the community
1: yeah absolutely i think that's a great question Dave. and i think that is actually kind of what we built it upon is just like that fact that in life you know people face adversity people face these roadblocks these challenges and typically those who pursue through that are people that have you know strong skin are always determined always looking for that end goal and always you know doing what it takes to chase that dream or chase that thing that you're eyeing so kind of going back to rats if you think about rats I guess they do have a negative connotation, like we mentioned in the past. But I think if you really look past that negativity, you can see that these rats are determined to chase food. I guess you know they do whatever it takes to get to that cheese right. to go. You know, go around obstacles. They're very, or they're a very resilient creature. I mean, that's why they've been able to survive as long as they have throughout history. And they have brought some negativity. And I think that that negativity, such as like the bubonic plague, stuff like that. I think that's just kind of besides the point of like rat bastard. that's just, that's just like a fact of like what happened with them. Right. But looking past that, I think there are some cool right. things that, you know, rats produce what, what, rats bring to the table, the mentality, the mindset, the way that they're able to, you know, navigate through life and through those obstacles to get to their end goal, which in their case on a more, you know, micro level, it's more so just getting food and surviving, but in life we are actually all on, you know, some form of a journey to kind of feel a sense of accomplishment and a sense of fulfillment And I think a lot of people face these obstacles and they hit these obstacles and that's a roadblock in their life. And I think those obstacles are actually what you need to get to that next spot. You know, so you have to walk through or walk over that obstacle. And I think one thing we're trying to express and, you know, in our messaging and what we do is I think go go against that grain, go against, you know, the normal thing of what is an obstacle that shouldn't based on, you know, previous events should hold that person back, but have that actually something that encourages you to push forward and, you know, pursue whatever it may be at behind that obstacle, if that makes sense. So. Uh,
2: absolutely. Like you were, you were mentioning roadblocks and, uh, and as, as you were talking, so that'll bring me to the, to another question I have, which is actually, right. being such a great company with such great image and such great message. Like have you by any chance had an, had a different company, whether it's big or small company, try to intimidate your company into into like trying to show off the what they can compete against you?
1: Yeah, so it's actually funny you mentioned that. So with all things, you know, you're gonna face Roblox. So right now we are going through and I'm not gonna get into too much details, but we're going through a bit of a legal issue as far as like a trademark rights thing to the word Rat Bastard, right? So right now we have a few registered trademarks for Rat Bastard and we own the mark and we're utilizing it in commerce as um, as you can see. There's another competitor that's out there and we're kind of going through a, um, a phase, you could call it, of... Uh, trying, to, trying to establish, you know, what's going on in the market. So, I mean, I'm not going to get into the details, but it's definitely a roadblock that we're facing. Yeah, no, absolutely. need to. And it's something that we're, we're, you know, we're working through, and I think that, um, you know, we have the resources, we have the people that we need to kind of push past this roadblock and continue into our future. And I think that's just another, another point I'd like to express, is if you hit a roadblock and you have someone trying to intimidate you, or if you have someone, you know, using their resource that they currently have, you got it. it's important to understand that if you're confident in what you're doing and if you have faith and you have a vision and you can see you know a 10-year roadmap of where you want to go to no matter what the obstacle may look like today i think these obstacles are put in front of us for a reason to show that you know you have the grit you have what it takes to get past them and get to your end goal of you know inspiring people turning my personal passion of you know growing a business connecting with people going through these roadblocks you know going through the highs and lows of business which is it's not an easy path and i'm not going to make it sound like you know business is for everyone because it's not yeah you have to be very resilient to stick to it but i think everything is not for everyone if, if it's something worth fighting for you have to put in that work to get to where you want to go and i think a lot of people are discouraged by roadblocks and i mean i'm not going to say i never got discouraged by hitting a roadblock But what i do is i try to keep that mindset proper and keep an eye on the long-term goal and push through it and get the resources you need and do the things you need to do, you know, the work, the, the long hours, the nights, whatever it may be where you have to put in that extra step mm-hmm. to get to that extra goal that's not common in life. So that's some of the adversity we face as far as building the brand. And I think at the end of the day, as long as we keep the positive mindset and keep putting in the effort and doing the things that you have to do to grow a brand and grow a passion, whatever it may be, at the end of the day, I'd rather go through life you know hitting these roadblocks and fighting through them instead of hitting these roadblocks and stopping and then closing sure. a potential door that could lead to something even bigger
2: no i mean absolutely i mean if 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 the if you pose a threat to the market that means the product is good that's that's just i would just think that's like uh like basic like common sense yeah it's it's just, there just has to be good product
1: Absolutely, and I think to even elaborate on that point as well, I think it's not always the case. Well, the market will decide at the end of the day if they like your product or not. But at at the starting of anything, no one's gonna like anything you're doing because it's just a natural thing of humans. I think, in a sense, people do adapt to whatever is you know popular seems to be taking traction. Because like when we started rap bastard, there was no one that supported it. You know, when we no one really liked it. They thought it was weird. I wouldn't want to label myself as a rap bastard for the you know the previous negative connotations associated with that and i think a lot of people would automatically see rap bash and be like "Oh, i'm never wearing that but now those same people are actually the same people purchasing your products today wearing the stuff and supporting your message Cause i think whenever you start something there's always going to be a roadblock it's going to be like a, the the biggest roadblock to yourself because you're going to tell yourself oh you're getting one like on a post you're getting one sale every two months whatever it may be when you start and that's going to be a roadblock in your head because you want instant gratification or instant accomplishment which is not not realistic. So you have to realize, in order to chase your dream, which we're expressing, we're also expressing the fact yep. that you have to put in the work to get to where you want to go. It's not just a um, one-sided coin. You have to, you know, play both sides and put the work in and do the grind and the stuff that a lot of people don't want to do to get to where you want to be. So,
2: no, you I like, that. like that, but, but that's pretty much, but that's pretty much it. There's always a struggle to be overcome. Like I do, I do remind uh, everyone who's tuning in right now. I, I would like to remind you that you can always check out uh, Red Bastard Supply com. That is Radbaster Supply com, or you can also check them in their Instagram page with the same tag, uh, so you can always be supporting the the company. All right. So, um, pulling, uh, following up to to some of that. John, actually, I believe Luke actually has some other uh, input that he would like to add. So I'm actually gonna let him uh, follow up to that.
0: Yeah, I do. In yeah, fact, right. okay. So uh, what I wanted to know is. Uh, What exactly inspired you to become uh, like what your motives in becoming an entrepreneur, getting into this field of uh, economics, I guess you could say?
1: Yeah. So I think that's another good question. I think um, I wouldn't really like to label myself as an entrepreneur yet. I think that term's tossed around a little bit too freely nowadays. I think everyone's an entrepreneur if they create or start something. I think it's a very
0: loose definition.
1: Yeah, I think it's a very loose definition. I think it's thrown around too carelessly and I don't think I earned that yet. Um, but I guess having the mindset of one, I think it's always started since a younger age. I've always been interested in you know buying stuff for low, selling stuff for high. For instance, I had a sneaker uh, resale business where I would basically buy people's shoes, I'd paint them, uh, I'd pay like maybe say twenty bucks for a pair of shoes, I'd pay them the next day, I'd sell them for one hundred forty. That's school. So just that mindset and that um, ability to identify opportunity uh, throughout my life has been something that. It's always just been natural to me. I don't know if it's um, anything I really kind of acquired from anything specifically, but um, I think it's just something that's always came to me. I've always been, I've always been, I always enjoyed that type of hustle, you know, you know, buying low, selling high, starting eBay stuff, um, whatever it may be to get a little bit of extra money. And it's not really even the money, it's because I I never really had problem with money i think it's more so just the process that i enjoy i enjoy that high that you get you know it's like a dopamine high when you sell something it's one of the best feelings or it's something it's like something you acquire right so i think it's it's like i said earlier it's not for everyone but for me that's something i was always passionate about just the process of it so um and then also like i guess my uh education i went to school for like finance and marketing which is also business related so that's kind of helped me develop some skills and the interpersonal skills, the connections, and being able to network and identify opportunity even better after having that knowledge. So that, I think that answers that question. Would you agree?
0: Oh yeah, that that actually uh, that answered my question perfectly. All right, now uh, my last question, I think, for the podcast, I feel like we've uh, we've hit our thirty-minute mark. We're close to it, but uh, I actually I'll ask this question, but I think W should uh, take it over. But uh, pretty much what I want to ask you is. Uh, So, Rat Bastard uh, has a niche, right? And one of those niches is skateboarding. Can you uh, explain why it's skateboarding and like parkour, if I am am correct?
1: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, it's parkour and skateboarding. That's the two niches that we currently target. And I think the real reason we started with those, um, and we plan on branching out, and we are actively branching out into different niches and different areas of passion, I think it's just because the skateboard community and the parkour community naturally has a sense of camaraderie. And there's always people that are very passionate about it. It's like something that's super passionate. If you're into skateboarding, you're super passionate about it. If you're into parkour, you're super passionate about it. And I think that really goes to everything, right? But I just, I saw the community. I saw the brands that were able to be built around these communities, parkour and skating. So I, I knew that would be a great market, especially pushing the positive, positive message. And, you know, you, you always fail. every. you're doing parkour every time you're skating every time you're learning and acquiring skills you're constantly failing so i think the messaging the product the name really stuck with that group and i think it's proven to be sticking with that group really nicely and i think we're going to continue i don't think i know we're going to continue to support that those two niches and definitely branch out into others and other sports other um entrepreneurs other people that are just pursuing whatever it may be that they're passionate about you know singing music there's so many things that you can go down it's a really transferable thing but it's really that's just the main reason we just identified an opportunity in the market and we went ahead and created products that spoke to them and it's been working thus far so w
0: do you want to touch anything uh about that or my part i would wrap
2: up all of what i would like to say
0: okay so that, that's it for you w that's it for me all right well I. Uh... Uh, Yeah, so, John, uh, before we we exit, uh, thank you for being such a a great guest and uh, answering questions to uh, your fullest uh, potential, All right? One last thing is, uh, do you have any closing remarks that you'd like to uh, state before you uh, sign off?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the uh, first thing I kind of want to emphasize is thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I know this is like the early phases of it, but I think you guys should definitely stick at it and, you know, keep putting in the work and looking for the long-term vision keep creating the podcast consistently and get different guests down here. I think what you guys are doing is great and has a lot of potential. And uh, anyone out there that has a passion, a dream, an idea, go out there and chase it, put the work in. It's not gonna be easy. Definitely a lot of obstacles, but I think if you are consistent and if you put the work that maps your goal, I think anything's possible. And I appreciate you guys having me. So thanks again.
0: Well, thank you very much. All right. Uh, One
2: last thing to everyone that, that came today. Thank you very much again. Uh, one, w- one final remark, I would like to restate that uh, RedBasterSupplyCo.com is the website for John's company where you can find all of his products. Uh, and you can also find them on Facebook and Instagram at the same tag, that is RedBasterSupplyCo.com. Thank you so
1: much, guys. Appreciate
0: it. J streams, not cheese. It's been a pleasure. You have a wonderful one. Thanks for listening.
1: This has been the APPEASE Pod.